Welcome back to Schizophrenia Life. So, I was up by 6 a.m., which is pretty impressive for me, uh, at least lately. <laughs> it's It's been a rough, rough few weeks, but uh, it's 6.45 now, so um, I honestly sat down about 30 minutes ago to do the podcast, and then um, I got back up and decided to get a coffee for the podcast, and then saw that the kitchen was dirty, which is rare for me. Normally, I overlook things like this, and I decided to go ahead and clean the kitchen for my wife so that when she gets up, boom, kitchen's clean. It's the little things, you know? I I, I saw something a while back. Um, it was, you know... This, actually, no, it was yesterday. So I saw this this lady talking talking about how she can't find a man. And then she listed off what the, her perceived uh, man has to have. And it was like a list of like 30 things. <laughs> and then the caption read, it, the reason why uh, she was single <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. But the little things in a marriage are what count. It's not about telling the other person you love them, you know, all the time. It's it's about showing. And, you know, it's the little things, you know, cleaning up. And this goes for any relationship, you know, doing something for them so they don't have to do it. Or, um, you know, the laundry vacuuming the floor, little things, or, or going out, taking their car and, and washing it for them, or randomly, like, I bring my wife flowers a lot of the time, maybe once or twice a month when, when I'm allowed, allowed to be out, you know, and I'll bring her flowers on a random day. And I've heard people say, oh, that's a waste of money. No, it's not. You're investing in your relationship. And so, say it costs like five bucks for flowers. You're investing that five dollars into your relationship. And so I'll bring her flowers <clears throat> on random days. Random. And so, say it's Tuesday... I'll give her flowers and be like, you know, just because it's Tuesday. So it's the little things in a relationship that make it work. <clears throat> oh, man. Trust me, I know. Uh, I, I don't know. Honestly, hold on. How, how long... I think I've been I've been married what like eleven or twelve years coming up on twelve years, so before this relationship that I have now, my longest relationship ever was two weeks. Two weeks, so I went from my longest relationship ever is two weeks to being with someone now for 13 years 
two kids later. Like, it didn't, it just works. So if you, uh, a relationship is work. It doesn't just happen. You have to choose to make it work. I've said many times on this podcast, I mean, we're, we're, have hundreds of episodes, so I'm sure you can find it in there's uh, more than one place, um, that I, I'm surprised every day, you know, that my wife is still with me, because I'm, I'm not the best, the best catch, <laughs> so to speak, I'm crazy as fuck, uh, I'm not exactly like, uh, I'll, I'll, I guess I'm just going to say I, I miss a lot of things, you know, like I get into these cleaning moods, yeah, where I'll, I'll clean up, but like a lot of the time, like I'll, I'll just overlook things and I'll have to be reminded to do it. And so I overlook a lot of things and... and just generally, you know, do a lot of things that that can piss people off. So, so I, I live in my own own world, so to speak. But it works. We we both decided it, that we were going to make it work, and you know, here we are, thirteen years later, st- still going strong. So. Thinking relationships are easy is is ludicrous. <laughs> they're 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 hard work, and, and that's we we put in the work, and so it works. And that's just like in life and business, hard work works. Everyone wants easy money, lots of like get rich quick. It, it used to be way worse than it was nowadays. Uh, you know, you couldn't log on any website without seeing, you know, make a thousand dollars a day or some stupid shit. Um, you know, get rich quick. Everyone wants it now. And that's not how the real world works. 99%, and I'm comfortable with that number, 99% of those courses you buy that will show you how to make money the only way that person makes money is by selling courses telling people how to make money and it's been proven time and time and time again there's a i guess you'd call him a debunker that goes around and does all these courses and debunks them all <laughs> But people want to get rich quick. They don't want to put in the hard work. Now, I guarantee if you put in hard work, you'll succeed at anything. So, it's really, uh, what do you want? <clears throat> I wrote down my goals, and... I'll go. To, I'll go ahead and open them. Uh, 
this one. So, my goals. Five goals. Um, being started. It don't matter. They're not in any particular order, but make enough money to not worry about money at the end of the month. For example, at the end of the month, uh, have more money than the previous month. Goal two, own or be a partner of a company. Uh, goal three, do something that I love and enjoy doing for work. Now, my work right now, I enjoy, you know, 80% of the time, 70% of the time, but I don't really love it. I enjoy it. It's fun. Uh, it's hard sometimes. It's fun sometimes, but I don't love it in the sense that it's not, I want to do something that makes, impacts the world, and right now, you know, software development, it's its not exactly going to change the world, you know, <laughs> Um, no, number four, be in top physical shape. Number five, publish a book. So the one I decided to go after first is the publish a book and I'm working on it. I have a due date there. Um, but like, I want to, let's talk about the owning, owner be a partner of a company could solve some of the other like just that one single one could solve three of the three of them the money one and the uh do something you love and enjoy for work so just doing number 2 would solve three of my five um my idea and I've been researching it the last few weeks and I've researched it before but I really went down the rabbit hole the last couple of weeks researching it but I want to get I, I want to open uh, um, a food company basically growing um, food um, with like aeroponics now you can do hydroponics as well but I think the biggest impact um, is aeroponics so, <clears throat> what is aeroponics versus hydroponics? They're both basically growing food with water uh, and a lot less water. So, like, they they have... Um, generally, so with aeroponics, uh, I'll go into that one. So, for the same amount of water, say you're growing lettuce... Um, for a, a small, j relatively small aeroponics farm, you can grow, um, you know, 1,900 heads of lettuce per week. And you can grow year-round. So, dead of winter, you're still growing because you're growing inside, indoors, in a warehouse. Or, um, the co the cool thing is, that they have now is uh, in in the uh, container ship boxes, um, connexes, growing inside of those. But aeroponics uses 
95% less water than conventional farming for the same plant. So one head of lettuce takes only 5% of the same head of lettuce if you grow it in the dirt. Two, you don't use any pesticides. So if you grow it in the dirt, they spray pesticides on them to keep bugs and stuff away. Aeroponics, you don't have that problem because you're you're growing in a clean environment, so there's no pest, there's there's no bugs, there's no pesticides. You you only use five percent of the water. Um, the 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 biggest thing is you use more electricity. Um, but that's also being solved, not with these with the new high tech uh, LEDs. Um, and then combine that with solar panels, boom, you solve that problem as well. Now, um, aeroponics is where uh, the plants are on the one layer, and then below that you have a, a mister, so it, it just sprays water uh, on the roots. That's aeroponics. Um, with hydroponics, it runs water through, so uh, it uses about 5% more water than the aeroponics so it that's still 90% less than dirt farming um but aeroponics you have a think of like a plumbing tube the pvc pipe you drill holes in it you run water through the tube and the plants are sitting in the holes all along the pipe and that's hydroponics and then you have, you can grow the plants with just water, and then you put um, vitamins and whatever in the water to help them grow, or you can um, use just water, and then you run the water through a fish tank, and then back to the plants, and then um, the fish poop uh the basically the 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 fish waste is used to fertilize the plants so you can either use fish um to fer fertilize the plants or you can just put uh the fertil like chemical based fertilizer basically like man magnesium uh and whatever else um I can't think of everything off the top of my head. <laughs> um, put all that stuff in the water and just run water through. It's a huge market and it's growing so fast in every country. Uh, in India, in, in the US, in the UK, uh, all over Europe. Like It is a huge industry, but there's not many companies doing it. There's probably big companies... Um, there's probably only about 10 big companies uh, in this sector right now. But the problem with it is they're all local. And that's the whole point. It's so that you don't have to import, uh, you know, fruits and vegetables from outside. And so where these companies operate, they only sell to the local area. So there's huge growth potential for any company that wants to start up and do it because 
if you start up in your area, you own the entire market of that area. It's because it's made to be local. Uh, so, yeah, there's these huge companies, but they're they're all based in cities, and they only sell to that city. They don't have a market outside of that city. And so that's why, uh, if you're regardless of what city you're in, if there's not one of these companies in your city, then the whole market is there for the taking, you know? And... So there's huge growth potential, but like with everything, there's a huge startup cost. Um, I've I found rigs as cheap as, um, as cheap as I think it was thirty thousand, and as expensive as the one I was looking at was like one point three million, but man, that that that'd be putting out a lot of food. For the, it was one point three million, but it it would be putting out a shit shit ton of food, a lot of money to be made. Um, but like with everything, and I, it was a good point. I, I heard this in a in a video. Uh, the other day, it's easy to grow food. The hard part is selling the food. <laughs> I heard heard someone say that. And so you have to have, step one, you have to line up your buyers before you ever even grow food. Probably before you ever even invest in the the tools to grow the food. You have to line up where is the food going to be bought because you can't just grow the food and then let it sit there and go bad until you find a buyer, you know. You have to have the buyer lined up first. And so that's the biggest part. Um, and start small. That's the big, big, another big thing is, uh, I like the Connex, uh, concept because you could start with just one Connex and then once you're selling that, that Connex worth of food, then get another Connex and do the same thing. And that's a really good uh, expanding model. And they have these pre-built um, units, pre-built, ready to go, out of the box, um, cubic farms, I believe it is. Now, uh, I don't like... Uh, I don't like the one the the ones that Cubic Farm has. I think they're too too pricey. But fresh produce. Let me. They're they're crazy. So it's basically pre-built systems. Oh wait, yeah, th these were the good ones. Never mind. Uh, yeah, I think these were the good ones. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, oh, yeah, these were the really cool ones. But they're expensive, yeah. So these are Connexes, and it's fully automated. Not fully. Uh, I mean, I guess the growing... It, it's It's a conveyor belt. 
system. Um, so you buy the Connex, it comes ready to go, and it's a conveyor belt. So all you have to do is stand at the front of the Connex, and it rotates all the plants to you throughout the entire Connex, and it grows a shit ton of food for the amount of space. Um, and it, it comes ready to go, um, reduces the physical footprint of traditional farming while maximizing production per cubic foot, eliminates the need for harmful pesticides, controls growing environment, uh, eliminating variable light, water, and temperature from growing outside, provides consistent and reliable crop yields year-round, significantly lower, lowers the use of physical labor through production, allows for a meaningful reduction in energy consumption, dramatically decreases the amount of fresh water needed, and growing locally enhances food security and greatly reduces emissions of greenhouse gases because you don't have to transport it from uh, other countries. So, and they, they even have one, uh, one of these systems to provide food for cattle because that takes up a lot of land as well. And, I mean, not, I think this system, if I remember, it is expensive. <laughs> it is expensive. But it's a great system. And once you start looking into these cubic farm style ideas, there's there's a dozen companies out there that make different ones. Um, and they're all priced differently. Um, I liked this one because it's pretty automated. There's a bigger one. It's not in a Connex. It's for, you have to have a building to put it in. But it's fully automated. Fully. Um, and by fully, I mean fully. It literally, it plants, it plants the seeds, grows the food, picks the food, and packages everything automated. It takes one person to run the farm. And now you don't want to ask me the price on that farm. <laughs> uh, I don't think I could ever afford it, but that's the that's the one that I wanted. The one that where I'd have to run a building and put it in it um, and, and get the system, obviously. But it, it's fully automated from from seed to, to, to bag. Yeah, and I think they're, that company's out of Australia or New Zealand. Uh, I can't remember which one. Um, that company was amazing. Like, if I had the money, they don't even list their prices. <laughs> Put it that way. Uh, I, I had to, I had to, like download download uh pdfs and stuff and and locate the prices it, it, like they don't advertise the prices cuz it's you're talking millions of dollars for a unit but it that that was the one uh 
it could put out, say you do lettuce for one unit, and you can put more than one unit in a building. It was 1,900 heads of lettuce per week, fully automated. Um, so the amount of work you put you have to put in is six hours per week. So it's one person puts in six hours of work per week, and they get back... For that six hours of work, they get back, and that's really just maintenance on the system. Um, for that six hours of work per week, you get back 1,900 heads of lettuce. And uh, when I saw that system, I started doing the math um, on, on how much money could be made from a system like that, and it, it's pretty insane. Um, let's just say you did 1900 and you charged more because your food's better. So let's say $1.50. I mean, that's 2800 for one system, uh, one box, uh, $2,800 a week, you know, 11000 500 a month but you're you're when you're like well didn't you just say it cost millions of dollars to to buy the thing yeah so you're not going to be making money for a couple years <laughs> uh maybe enough to keep the lights on That's why a lot of people build their own system, but honestly, I'd rather just get a system that works, but I don't know. That's, that's why it takes so much money to, to, to get into that, to get into the market, that market, but I think that would be one of the biggest things to change the world. One, you grow more food per square meter than any conventional farming. Two, you use 5% of the the water, and that's our, our biggest... <clears throat> uh, look up how many people right now don't have fresh water to drink. It, it'll fucking make you cry. Like, there there's entire fucking cities with zero fresh water. So, fresh water that a lot of people in the, in the, you know, in the first world, uh, they take, take it for granted. Oh, you just turn, turn on your sink and you have fresh water. It's not like that everywhere. So, fresh water is, uh, fresh water and not enough food are two of our biggest challenges in the next hundred years, and... This could change that if it's adopted globally. So, I don't know. That's my business plan idea. Obviously, it's not a plan. I don't have, you know, all the graphs and information that I need. But 
uh, I really want to start working on it. And so I'm basically just in the research phase. Um, it's more about the money phase. That the, That's the biggest roadblock is the money phase. Should have had the money, I'd... I'd open it. I'd open the company tomorrow <laughs> if I had the money. Actually, I'd do it today. I wouldn't even wait till tomorrow. I, I'd I'd call that company up today. Be like, yeah, I want like ten systems. Yeah, I know that's a lot of money. Just just get them up here and set up tomorrow. <laughs> nah. All right. Well, I don't know how we got off on 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 that tent tangent but we we definitely went in a different way today um so i'm gonna finish my coffee because it's already getting cold and uh i'll see you tomorrow